Hey, this is Basil Jackson of the Calgary Stampeders, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. back everybody to the episode of the jay stevens podcast this is episode number 102 dedicated to the detroit tigers because on june 11th 1911 they were down 13 to 1 to the white Sox. then they came back to win 16 to 15 then as always thank you for listening and downloading to the episode of the podcast on today's episode i am joined by mr chris lebron once again host of the off the ball podcast coming on joining me to talk about the new york football giants and chris and i have a fun time talking about the draft picks that the giants made then also looking ahead to predict what we may see from the giants in the fall then also if you have not had time because we are busy people if you have not had time to check out episode 100 and then also episode 101 be sure to check those out episode 100 i had the opportunity to interview mr greg doyle sports columnist for the indianapolis star one of the most enjoyable interviews i have ever done and it was you can tell just from the jump greg has a lot to say and he's passionate about it and he doesn't hold back and I love that. I literally love the passion and the unapologetic behavior to just literally be yourself. Also, episode 101, Mr. Chris LeBron and also Mr. Jeff Hunt, two podcasters go away from sports to talk about a topic that is needed right now or has been needed for a very long time in our country. But a lot of people have strayed away from it. But it's a topic of racism and race issues and what we can do to end racism here in our country. Mr. Chris LeBron and Mr. Jeff Hunt. I am so thankful that those men came on and basically shared the stories that they've had or that they have about race issues and what we can do to end racism in the U.S. of A. I've already received good, great reviews from episode 100 and 101. So if you have not checked those out yet, be sure to check those out. One last thing. I understand with the pandemic, with a lot of people's jobs being shut down or they're working from home, the gym shut down, your drive, your your commute to work, and also the regular time that you will listen to a podcast, you didn't have that for two, three, four months. And so there are a lot of episodes that you didn't check out. The, the numbers are getting back to where they used to be, but if you missed an episode, be sure to go back and listen to it. Some stuff was pertinent to that time. Some stuff was pertinent or just generic stuff that could fit any time throughout the year. Be sure to go back and listen to those. You will not be disappointed. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take a trip to Staten Island to enjoy my fun conversation with Mr. Chris LeBron, host of the Off the Ball Podcast. Hey, Chris, welcome back to the podcast. What's going on, Jay? I'm happy to be back on, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on your show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And between the last time you were here and now, I feel like you are like one of the hardest working men, hardest working podcasters that I know right now. I mean, every time I'm on Twitter, Facebook, you got a, a website up, you got some shirts up. I'm waiting for those hats to drop. Hey, Chris, man, got let the, let the people you, know what you're doing right now, some new things to the podcast and things like that. Yeah, man. Like I said, it's I've been doing a lot uh, since the last time we, you know, I was on the show, and it's it's been busy. You know, like I said, I've been doing. I've you know, it feels like each week I, I you know, I'm improving with you know everything and learning. You know, learning from so many people that you know we've networked with. You know, we've networked with the same people, and 
learning so much about podcasting and learning about being a better uh, interviewer. And, you know, I've done a lot of interviews with some, some, uh, some dope journalists and, and uh, you know, some authors and, and some MBA prospects. So that's something that I really enjoy, you know, as far as the interview process and, and just getting that all together. And, you know, I've, you know, worked on the new website. I, I finally, you know, I've been, I had, I created some websites, but I never, like the look, I'm really okay, big okay. on presentation because yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, you, you, you ever look at a website and they can have good, they can have good articles and stuff, but you just don't like how it looks. Like, ah, it looks, this just looks dull. So yeah. I had some websites and I was like, I, it doesn't look sexy to me. It doesn't look sexy. I need to get, and so I, 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 I shut down for a little bit and I was like, all right, let's get creative. And I saw someone's website and it was just, bam, it's very interactive. It was just popped up and like, oh, okay, I like this. So I figured, so I, I kind of, kind of stole the idea ish. You know, I took some pieces and, and like made, made it my, you know, flipped it into my, you know, okay. My thing, okay. You know? So I borrowed like how the, the, the how they did it. And, and I'm like, okay, I like how that site looks. So I, I, I took me a little bit to figure out everything. Cause when you make a site, it, it's so, I didn't realize how much work it is to make a, a website. But it's a lot of work. So I bought a website, then I bought a domain and just went to work and figured out how to make a uh, solid website. And it took me a few weeks, you know, uh, some trial and error and bam, you know, made a, a website that I really like and it's really come out of. So I started, you know, doing some articles and stuff also I have on there. But, you know, like I said, doing that, you know, with the podcast, you know, get, getting guests, I feel like I've, I've really gotten some solid guests on my show yeah, you know, in the last few months or so, which is, I never thought I could would possibly get, you know, these, 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 amount, these amount of people on my show. And it just comes with just, you know, just going after it and just emailing and emailing. And emailing. I mean, you know, you know how it works, man. Yeah. Email, and you're going to get shut out a lot. Trust me. I probably, I probably, uh, you know, swing and a miss on 70%, but you know, all it takes is a few people to hit you up and say, Hey, let's go on. So, you know, that, that's, that's something that that's good fun. And like I said, I, I got merchandise on the way too. That's my next venture. And, you know, I got my, I got my, my, uh, how it's going to look. Uh, I got the designs. Uh, I've worked with some people by me, uh, that have really helped me out to try to, you know, get this thing going, uh, get some merch going. So I'm excited about that. I mean, you saw the designs and you know, I feel like, you know, I really like, cause like I said, again, I, I kept trying. I didn't, I didn't like what I was seeing. And then finally I got the right people and then they're like, and I finally got it going and, and they showed me, I was like, this is it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So at this point, I, I got the I got the design. Now we're in production mode. You know, waiting to 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 get to a a, a warehouse and get these things going and uh, finally getting in my hands. So I'm really excited. Hopefully, in the next uh, in the next week or two, I, I'll have in my hands and you know uh, then I, I'll ship one out to you for sure. And you know, some hats and stuff. So I'm excited about that. You know, it, it feels like you know from where I started in the podcast. I mean. I remember you, you and and, and uh, Chris Powell were my my first two guests. You guys yeah. were my first two guests, and <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing. I was like, "Hey guys, can you come on?" And I just didn't, you know. And it's crazy how much I've come from you know that and to come to now, where you know I'm not saying I'm a professional or anything, but I feel like I've grasped it, you know, uh, with with time and just learning. Like I said, networking with people like you and and others, you know, uh, it feels like we have a little community, yeah. a little community that yeah. we kind of built and. and you know, we all help each other and we all, you know, we all uh, push our, you know, push everyone's work, which is really cool. So, man, it's, it's just fun, man. The podcast game is fun. You know, it's a lot of work. You know, being solo, you know, you know, uh, it, it's work. It's a lot of work. And, you know, uh, it's but like at the end of the day, when like, like I've said this so many times, when people hit you up and say, 
Yo, this is dope. Your, your show was dope, but this person or, or this episode was dope. I mean, it, it, it makes it worth it. So, man, I'm loving it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, I, got, I got more more good things coming and more solid guests I'm working on right now. You know, I got some, I hopefully got some guys lined up in the next few weeks. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for, for everything. Yeah, man, one thing I've noticed, uh, you mentioned kind of like the network. When I first started podcasting, I had no idea what I was doing either. Like, nah. People, as sports fans, we watch TV. We listen to sports talk radio. You listen to a lot of Nick stuff up there, up 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 where you where you live. I do a lot of indie um, Colts and Pacers stuff where I live. But I listen to guys. But I had no idea how to format a show, how to reach out to a guest. I had no idea how to what to say, like the flow. I had no idea about a microphone, like the headphones, like the whole Zoom thing. This is the first time I've used Zoom in my life. Is for the podcast, and I had no idea. And people think like Chris Powell, me, you. Um, we had Jeff on re- oh, me, you, and Jeff did, did the thing for uh, the race thing. Yeah. People think, like, oh, we're competing. Bro, we're not competing. Nah, it's not, it's not like ESPN and FS1 where they're, like, they're literal competitors, yeah, companies. Yeah. We're not competing at all. Like, you got uh, an idea. Like, all I'll love, reach out man. To- yeah, yeah, it's man. all love, man. We try to help each other out because, you know, we're, you know, we're into like we're independent. We're independent, you know, creators. Yeah. And you know, the, the more you help out everyone else, the better. You know, it, it is. And, and I always see it that way. You know, and not make. I'm not making any money yet with this. You know, you know. Of course, everyone wants to make money. We all want to eventually, maybe down the line, get to a Fox Sports or ESPN, CBS. You know, that's always. You know, of course, we all would love that. But right now, it's all about helping each other, man. Yeah, man. We help each other. If. if if I didn't have guys like you and Jeff and, and all these other guys, you know, helping me out, you know, and learning from you guys, you know, I don't know if, how good I would be. Cause like we said, man, I'm sure your first couple of shows, my, I know my first couple of shows, I don't know how I had no, and I just, I just literally just put on the microphone and just talk. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was no structure. There was no transition. There was a lot of, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and you're like, oh, and then you look back, I'm like, oh my God, that was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And now, but, that's what that's that's good though because you learn right that's, that's what it's about it's learn i'm still learning i'm sure you're still learning you yeah know? the zoom thing too i'm like i i the zoom just got popular what the last since you know pretty much since the pandemic you know yeah. if it was like it got popular but i didn't know a thing about it before that i never heard of zoom before that and people think oh yeah you go to zoom and it's, it's free if, if you just do one-on-one i was like oh i could have been doing that for 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 forever yeah <laughs> i yeah. didn't know about that you know yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out oh, what what kind of video service you know if i want to do videos and stuff i was like i didn't know about zoom but you learn you people tell you and then that's how you learn man and that's what's good good about networking with people you learn you learn about things you know i'm learning about you know editing videos you know that's my next thing i'm trying to figure out make making like uh scouting videos uh, mm-hmm. with my prospects and, and talking about you know just i'm about to call videos. you ethan piota man what to call you ethan because he's doing <laughs> a phenomenal my, job with that's that that's my guy too yes man. sir I, yeah man he's so dope he's so dope he, he's he's definitely he's getting big since i've had him on the show maybe a few maybe around march just before everything went crazy i think i think around i think that day is when i had him on when, it, when everything stopped and, and he he's gotten big and he he's really dope but but that also shows that this there's so much, there's so many talented people that are not on these networks that, you right, know, right. Like, you know, we see all these, these analysts and stuff, but I'm like, guys like him, like that are, that, they, he knows everything. Homie, bro, <laughs> he he's in, everything. he's in college. Yeah. He is in college right yeah, now. Yeah. And he's learning how to like format stuff on the internet, has his yeah, own YouTube yeah. page, mm-hmm. the podcast, interviewing athletes. I'm like, at that age, he has yeah, yeah. now. He he has way more tools at his age yeah, than I we wish, did. When we were man. his age, man. I wish I had those. But he's my age, but like man. he's just doing it all and doing it big. And 
I got to Ethan after you did. I was like, hold on, who is it? I'm just gonna say it. Who is this little white boy that's yeah, this good no, behind man. the mic? And like, and, I'm just, you know, what I'm saying, I'm like, not trying to be racist, y'all. I know we no, in, no, in touch yeah. time right now, but me no, and Chris you, know each no, other. I mean, like, I, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I, I put him on. I wasn't sure what I was gonna get. I was like, I smiled him on Twitter. I was like, you know, he, okay, he knows what you're talking about. Let me hit him up, see if he wants to come on, and maybe we could talk because you know, I love talking the draft, and I feel like I know a lot about the draft. You do, but when you I do. talk to him. I'm like, oh man, I don't know, oh, man. Uh, I'm a, I'm an amateur when it comes to him. Like he yeah, knows everything. Yeah. I'm telling him about random play. He told me about a player that I don't even know the, the school's name. I, I, uh, I think it was Grant Ryler. He told me about uh, okay. College of Charleston, or it was someone else. But it might have been Grant Ryler. He told me about him months ago, and I haven't really heard about Grant Ryler. Now Grant Ryler's rising up real quick, where he could be a first rounder, maybe even a lottery pick. So, you know, he, he taught me about a lot of guys, uh, then, uh, but he, he's great, man. And that's what's good about, you know, like I said, that little community we have, it feels like that there's so many uh, – I forgot I had the NFL draft dude. Uh, I can't – Ryan Roberts. Ryan Roberts, yeah. So good, man. So another good. Another dude. Yes. Another dude who's super talented. And it's crazy how, you know, I had him on and then, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's blew up. And now he's – I think he's like the lead – uh, lead guy and uh, at NFL Draft Bible. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's like I said, man, there's so many talented people out there that, you know, just because they're not on these major networks, you you got to find these people and, and get their, get their, uh, and, and watch their work and read their work because this, there's a lot of talented people out there that are not, like I said, that are not on these big networks that you need to go follow and they'll give you just as much information, if not more, you know? Right. So, uh, and I love get, trying to get those guys on, you know, uh, on the show and just, you know, just listening to them because, uh, you know, these kids, some of these youngins, man, they, they really know their stuff. Yes, and sir. I, and like you said before, man, it's crazy because everything going on with technology and stuff is so much, you know, you know, podcasting when I, you know, how old are you? 31. I'm 31 too. So okay. when I was in college, we didn't have podcasts. Like podcasts weren't, I mean, they might have been podcasts. You know what's crazy? Bill Simmons it, it started a podcast in like 03 or 04. Yeah. It may have been like early 2000s. But Bill Simmons was already thinking five, six steps ahead of everybody yeah. else. So, like, even though we kind of had computers and stuff in school, hey, I ain't know nothing about a podcast. No, it was yeah. like, if you want sports talk, you better go yes, to your radio, yes, go to your yeah. car, sit there for an hour or two, sports and listen, listen to the local man talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sports center, whatever. You didn't even think about audio. Like, I could listen to, you know, people talk about sports on a, on a podcast. Like, yeah. audio? Like, that wasn't – obviously, phones weren't – you know, they didn't have all these apps and stuff so there wasn't it wasn't obtainable so it's just crazy that you know just all these you know everyone you should take advantage of all these tools yes sir you know there's so many more avenues to make you know to make your own way and you know i'm a little late in the game but hey i'm trying to get my own you know we're, we're trying to get our own piece of the pie you know and yeah try to, you know try to and try to do you know try to fit in this in this in this world but uh you know it, it's fun though man it's like i said these young kids man they get but like I said, those two guys that we just talked about, we both had them on our shows. Man, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, those two are going to get real far. Yes, sir. Sure. But, man, it, it's fun, though. I mean, it's fun networking with all these people, man. I, I'm enjoying it so much. We talked, uh, we talked about, for about 10 minutes about just, like, brilliance, connecting, networking. And you mentioned a word called talent. There's a team in your area. I know you know. You, I know you had got a, a, a basketball podcast. We're gonna do a little football talk today, bro. Yeah. So there's a team in your area, the New York Football Giants. They tried to get some talent. They need a lot of talent based off of the past two to three years. They need a lot of talent to. Well, they went what four and twelve last year, and they're trying to get six, eight, ten, hopefully eleven, so they can solidify a spot in the playoffs. 
And this draft, this draft they got, man, I was kind of shocked with the Andrew Thomas pick the first, in the first round. I was leaning more towards Isaiah Simmons, a very versatile guy. But you can't go wrong with Andrew Thomas first. Man, what were you thinking, thinking about talent, trying to get some more talent? What were you thinking during the draft about how the Giants kind of put this thing together? You know what? Uh, I fell in love with Isaiah Simmons early in the process and yeah. watching him you know, play in the, in the playoffs, in the college football playoff. He's super versatile, can move everywhere, can do everything. And, you know, that's what the Giants needed. But to me, you have to protect your franchise quarterback. I love it. No matter what. I love it. So as much as I loved Isaiah Simmons, I felt like he could do everything. I, getting offensive tackle was priority number one. Yes, sir. No matter what. So, and I felt like with the linebacker class, yeah, you might not find Isaiah Simmons in round two or three, but you can get a solid, you know, player in those rounds. But to me, at four, whether they had traded I, – I wish they would have traded down, but, you know, you know, it didn't happen, which is fine. But, you know, Andrew Thomas can, can run block, and that's also a, an issue to this team too. The run block is bad. Saquon couldn't find holes. Saquon's big runs were all on him. It was yeah, him making yeah, a play, yeah. him making a couple guys miss, and then going. You can't rely on that every play. No. You know, you can't – it's just not obtainable. And, and if you watched a lot of giant games like it did, you saw he, lost, he he had a lot of plays of zero, one yards, no, negative yardage, and you just can't rely on that. And so I'm happy with how they handled the draft. They they got three line, they got three or four linemen. Uh, you know, one obviously is going to start with, uh, and uh, you know uh, the other two guys they took one from UConn and they took uh, Lemieux from uh, I think Oregon. Those are more project guys. Andrew Thomas obviously going to come in and probably go start up at right tackle. And then eventually, maybe by next year, he'll be the left tackle with Solder. I mean, Solder's been a disaster. Uh, so uh, I, I, I liked how they did the draft. They, they worked on the line. The problem is, is defensively, this team is it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's still a linebacking core is still suspect. It's been suspect since, I mean, since, since Antonio Pierce was there. I mean, and it feels like that was over a decade ago, even when we won the Super Bowl. It really time. does, man. That was yeah. like a long time ago. Yeah, it's they they haven't drafted a first round linebacker in a long time. I mean, I if I remember, I think the last time he took a first round linebacker was probably Carl Banks or something. It's probably been that long. <laughs> uh, I could be wrong, but it feels like it's that long. Yeah, and you know, and the pass rusher situation, we we got some young guys there. You know, with Carter and Azimines, we took last year, but they're raw, and you know, you know. If they, it's questionable. That's questionable right there. And uh, so, uh, you know, I like the interior. The interior is fine. But everything else, the corners, I mean, we got 87 corners, it feels like. And no one, you know, we signed a dude from uh, from Carolina. I can't think of his name right now. But we signed a dude from Carolina. He's solid. He's a solid vet. But he's solid. You know, I feel like, you know, our corner situation, we can never figure that out. You know, especially we, we busted on a lot of corners. And, you know, DeAndre Baker might be another bust. You know, he's had an interesting offseason, to say the less, you know. Uh, so, you know, I'm not crazy about the defense. And, you know, that's going to put you in a lot of games, a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of shootouts. And I, we don't know if Daniel Jones is ready for that. You know, if, if he takes that next step, then he could, then he can make it for the lack of defense. But if he's if he takes a, a, a Baker Mayfield year two type of progression and right, he, he right. digresses, then it's this team might be on the clock next year. You know, we might be, we might, you know, this, it's crazy because they can, they, they can range out from being a three win football team to maybe a, a, a eight, 
maybe an eight, seven, eight win uh, football team. The yeah. range is kind of that around there where we can have no more pick or we can you know, fight for a, a wild card spot. So it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. But, but uh, I, I like what they did with the draft. You know, I felt like they got some big boys. We started with Andrew Thomas and. You know that's definitely uh it's definitely a good thing. You know we got uh, Hernandez on there, and we just gotta fix everything else. You know, but you gotta protect your core franchise quarterback, and you gotta protect your franchise running back. And if you don't do that, you know uh, it's gonna be tough. But you know he's got some. We got some weapons on on the outside. You know, obviously it's not Odell Beckham. You know uh, that's tough losing him last year. I'm still not over it. But uh, <laughs> still not hey, over man, it. That, that's uh, that's one of those things where it's like as a fan, like no matter no matter if you like Odell's personality or not. You, you recognize and accept the talent that he is. And you're like, whatever you do, keep the locker room safe. Make sure nobody's wacko and crazy. And then make sure you keep Odell there. Y'all didn't do it. No. And they blamed a lot of the, like, the locker room stuff on him. And then when we traded him, the locker room was just as bad. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. So they played a little blame on him. Meanwhile, we were just as bad of a football team. Mm-hmm. You know, the locker room was a mess. Mm-hmm. Everything was a mess. So you, so it showed that it wasn't him. He's just, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a diva wide receiver if you want to say that. But you know, a lot of receivers are divas. You know, and you know, I feel like a talent like that, you know, it makes guys like Daniel Jones their their, their progression that much easier when you got yeah. guys like that. And he was frustrated with losing. Who who wouldn't? You know, who wouldn't get frustrating with losing? It's frustrating. Yes, you know, extremely. It, and he got tired of it, and you know, obviously he got big off the cat. You know that that catch he had in Dallas, and he, and the, all the catches he made. It. And I, I try, I miss having him on the team, man. If even though we were not good football team with him, you know, at least we had we know. Okay, I'm gonna at least watch Odell ball out. Right, right. At least, at least we have that aspect. You know, he did. I feel like he played more games for the Giants than he's played for the Browns. I know he's been injured in both places, yeah. but I feel like in Cleveland he's not really played much. Yeah, and you know he's been he's banged up. He's yeah. banged up too, and he he didn't, he didn't look healthy the last you know he's been having been healthy the probably the last two three years, and it's right. kind of hurt his production and stuff. And but he's still that's that he's still old out to me. He's still you know he's still the man, and I, I miss him in New York. I know he misses New York too. I know he didn't want to go to Cleveland, but the Giants are being petty and like oh, we're gonna we're gonna put you in Cleveland. We're gonna trade you to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, but. uh you know, uh, you know, we got still got some solid. You know, we got Golden Tate. You know, we got Slayton who we took last year from Auburn. You know, Engram's still here. You know, they might trade him too. They just like trading good receivers for some reason. But that's what the Giants do. Yeah, they just trade good players. And but it's, I don't know, man. This team, like I said, man, this team ranges so much. You know, it could. I wouldn't be shocked if if you're telling me that they have the number one pick next year. And then that gets real interesting. It does. It does get it does. real interesting. It does, because you already know there's going to be a quarterback named Sunshine that's probably going to be the number one overall pick. You're going to have Sunshine. Some may say Justin Fields. I'm an Ohio State guy, but I'm still picking Sunshine over Justin Fields myself. He's showed me. If y'all don't know who I'm talking about, it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like nicknames. I find him funny, man. But Trevor Lawrence, to me, is that guy. But it would be very – I was going to go to the defense, but you already mentioned it. Like, let's go to, let's go to defense. You mentioned the defense earlier in the struggles, and this wasn't really like the plan for this portion right now, but we can go ahead and go this route. Why do you think the defense has struggled for so long? Because it wasn't just last year. I mean, if you go back the year oh, before wow, that, yeah. the year before that, the defense has struggled. And you can't say it's Eli Manning's fault because Eli Manning doesn't play defense, and he and he didn't even play most of the year last year. So you're like, well, Eli's the reason the team sucks. He's no longer there, and he doesn't. He's quarterback. He doesn't mm-hmm. play on the defense side of the ball. Why do you think the defense has struggled the way that it has? 
I think it comes down to, you know, the drafting has been really poor. They've okay. drafted okay. really, really poor. And they've missed out on a lot of guys. And like I said, the second, the secondary, you know, uh, Eli Apple was a disaster. Uh, you know, they traded, uh, uh, what's his face? I, he did, he went to Washington last year, the safety. Uh, I, I can't, I can't believe I can't think of his name right now, but they let him go. Uh, it's going to come to me later, but I can't think of his name. He went to, he went to Alabama. I can't think of his name right now, but, uh, you know, they, they've lost a lot of guys. They, 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 they just haven't drafted well. It, right, it's pretty right. much that simple. And, Something you know, you know when they won, the last two Super Bowl championships they won. What's been the main thing? It's the front four. Yes, to sir. Be to, to just yes, rush, sir. rush four guys. You know that first run with Tuck, Strayham, OC. You know, uh, Kiwanuka. You know, he was hurt that year, but we they had an abundance of pass rushes. The second time, JPP, Justin Tuck. You know, uh, they had so many guys, and we've fallen off from that. You know that we haven't really had a pass rush. I mean, we had like twenty something sacks last year. It was pitiful. I yeah. mean, I watched games where guys were just spinning around in circles trying to get, and the quarterbacks just have all day and all, day. and that makes your secondary worse. You know, if your secondary can only cover for so long, so that makes it makes the secondary look bad. And it's they got to get back to getting fine pass rushers. That's the staple of New York Giants football. You think New York Giants football? You think Lawrence Taylor? You yes, know, sir. Especially those first two, two Super Bowls. Think Lawrence Taylor and that and that and you know, the, 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 the wreckage he caused mm-hmm. and the, those last two Super Bowls, you know, the pass rush. I mean, Justin Tuck probably should have won the Super Bowl MVP year one. I mean, yeah. when Eli won it, you know, because yeah. he was the most important player. He was dominant. You watch that game, he was the most dominant player. And the same thing with the second one. Him and JPP we were wrecking havoc. That's the reason we know. And that's and we're going against Tom Brady, you know. Tom Brady's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, not the GOAT. And you know, we made him uncomfortable. That's how you would. You make un- quarterbacks uncomfortable. I don't care how great they are, Peyton Manning, you know, no matter what, you make them uncomfortable, then good things are going to happen. We we haven't been close to that. And that's why this team has struggled. No pass rush, no protection. If you don't have a pass rush and you don't protect your quarterback, bad things are just going to happen. <laughs> Quarterbacks are going to get killed. The games are going to get crazy. Been there, man. Seen yeah. it numerous times with the Colts, I mean, man. It's, you've it's seen ugly. seen it with the Colts. You saw especially that first when, – when that first year, Peyton, when he was gone, the team looked – and it showed, and it really showed that Peyton covered up so many holes. Yes, sir. Because of his greatness. Man, and, his brain is out of this show, world. Yeah. And he was able to make up for a lot of holes you had in the team. And when he's gone, now everything is exposed. And that's kind of with, with the Giants. You know, you just got exposed a lot. And we got to get back to – building that foundation it starts with your lines up front you get your you get your big boys up front and you know you work your way inside out and, and you build that team and Giants got to get back to that and you know hopefully you know I, I don't know how they're going to look with Gettleman you know I'm not the biggest Gettleman fan uh, I don't like a lot of the moves he's made especially free agency he's kind of really messed up there drafts have actually been okay you know his drafts been okay I, I still I still am bit, uh, a big that, you know, uh, you don't take a running back with a second pick. I, unless you have every part of your team ready and you just right, happen. Right. And, you know, like the Cowboys, like they, you know, their situation when it's took Zeke, they kind of had everything set. They just needed that, that running back. That could do and they had the offensive line set for him. Exactly. A quarterback who's young, but he's still there. I, wait, I, I think he came in before. I, th- I forget if him and Dak were the same age. Dak was the same class, yeah. Okay, okay. So you are, so you already, you got, you got Dak. Uh, I think Romo was still there at that time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you kind of had the offensive pieces there. I think Dez was still there as well. Mm-hmm. So you had the offense there. It kind of made sense that yes, oh, it makes this sense, is a running yeah. back we can't pass up on. Saquon's yeah. kind of the, the same way. 
Well, the Giants have numerous holes every year. So like, what you're saying makes it makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, I just don't believe taking her, and I still believe that. I, I love Saquon. Doesn't mean I don't like Saquon. Doesn't, doesn't mean I don't think he's a great running back. Doesn't mean I don't think he'll, he'll be a Hall of Fame running back. I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. And, you know, they could have went second round and got Nick Chubb and got just as much as production. You know, if they took a Bark, uh, Barkley or an Allen, a quarterback, you're, you're, now you're a year ahead of the process. You know, you're, you're a year ahead. You know, I think Sam Darnold's going to be good. He's just on a, the way they built the Jets to build a team hasn't been great. But, you know, if we have Sam Darnold and go into year three right now and you got a Nick Chubb in the backfield, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more optimistic about the team. But, right, you know, right, I, right. You know, it, it's – you know, I still, like I said, I still go on the fence and say that they should have took running back and with the second second pick in the draft. We have quarterbacks. You know, you can pretty much pick whatever quarterback you want. I think they might drop the ball there, but you know, we're, you know, we're gonna have to see how Daniel Jones progresses. But you know, uh, it, it starts with that defense too. If you get a pass rush, that makes that makes your life so much easy. You know, uh, having you know, you know, being a Colts fan, Mathis and Freeney, man. That that combo was lethal. Hey man, they destroyed quarterbacks and offensive lines every that's week. Move, man. That's you couldn't do move, anything yeah, with no. them. Exactly. So you know how important having a pass rush is, and then if you have the quarterback and the, and the offense going, I mean that that's a that's a combo that usually usually gets you far. So we have to establish that. You know, we feel like we got the quarterback. Now we got to get. You know, we feel like we got our tackle of the future, our left tackle of the future. We got the running back. Got weapons on offense. Just got to get that pass rush. You don't have a pass rush, you're going to be in a lot of shootouts, a lot of shootouts, and you can't expect a second-year guy to save you unless he takes that next step and he becomes Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know, or Lamar Jackson, where they go on win the MVPs in their second years, you know. Uh, but you know, we don't. I don't know if Daniel has that in him. You know, I hope so. I'd be happy because that means you're a playoff team and you're you're contending. But you know, uh, you're going to need that pass rush. I mean, you're going to need that pass rush because. Uh, having 20 sacks and Shaq Barrett had 20 sacks by himself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not good. So, you know, got to get that. We got to figure out that pass rush, but you know, I, you know, it all depends on the development of these guys, you know, uh, with new coaching staff and stuff with, with uh, Joe judge, see how they develop these guys. And, you know, uh, and we'll just kind of have to wait and see, but it's tough to see with, with no, with no OTAs and stuff. You yeah. know, it's hard to see how, you know, we can't really know if these, if, uh, if you're hearing good things in camp about these guys, how they're progressing. You, you, obviously, there's no training camp, so we don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how they do with the pass rush. But uh, I, I'm still I'm – still, uh, I'm not overly optimistic about it. You know, one thing I'm optimistic about, and you mentioned this guy's name a few times, Daniel Jones taking the next – another a step forward. I won't say he's going to be like a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback this season, but I am very optimistic that he is going to be getting better, not stagnant, but getting better in his second year. And primarily, this is mainly because you have Jason Garrett there, a guy who used to actually wear the Giants' colors as a backup back quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, back, I think he backed up Kerry Collins in, uh, between 2000 and 2003. Yeah, I, yeah. I pulled up his stats here. Y'all may laugh at this while I say this. But like, <laughs> he played quarterback, yeah, his stats weren't that good. And that's why I kind of believe he's going to be a good offensive coordinator there. Um, he only threw for, for his career 2,042 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, 56.1 completion percentage. And you know what? Most guys that are like that as the backup quarterback don't get much clock, don't get much PT. They're normally phenomenal coordinators. Now, he, him being a head coach, you remember Jason Garrett's a head coach, basically another, another Jeff Fisher, Mr. 8-8, eight eight, Mr. Average kind of guy. He had talent. He got to the playoffs. But he didn't go anywhere when he got there. And so I honestly believe that Jason Garrett, not just going back to New York, but Jason Garrett not having the pressure 
one of Jerry Jones being your boss, but two, and Jerry, we saw Jerry Jones trying to use pressure to keep him, to keep Garrett there in Dallas, but also two, you're not the head coach and being a head coach, you have the weight of, a, of your team. If there's a problem, you answer for everything. Now, all you're answering for is Daniel Jones, the offense, the progression yeah. from them, for them getting better. And I honestly believe Chris that with Jason Garrett, not having that pressure of a, a new boss, not having the pressure of being a head coach, he can focus on what he knows, which is offense, focus on his young quarterback, which is Daniel Jones and the offense there. I mean, they have talent. It's not like the Giants don't have talent now. Mm-hmm. You've got Saquon. You mentioned Evan Ingram. Um, you mentioned, I think you said Golden. I forgot. Golden Tate. Yeah. You got Golden uh, Tate. Slayton. Um, they, got some, they got weapons. You have got weapons, weapons, yes. And I think they were just mismanaged because there was a guy there that didn't know how to put the pieces to the puzzle together. But I'm thinking, and I believe, Daniel Jones will take the next step there, Chris, because I believe that Jason Garrett is going to have um, a renewed life, renewed vision going into this season because he doesn't have the weight of being a head coach on him anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's a good addition. I definitely like the addition of Jason Garrett. But if he does do all that, that's just going to put him in line for a head coaching job too. It will. It it will. will. Because, you know, he's got – you know, he has the experience of being a head coach and with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you know how – high pressure that job is and uh quote-unquote america's team but, uh, <laughs> I, i'm not gonna say that i would never also I, I was hoping you were man. i was nah, hoping you just let it out <laughs> nah, i would never call an america's team never but uh <laughs> but yeah you know that's a good addition i, I definitely like the addition of jason garrett i think that's that's gonna be huge because you know when he was a key when he was a coordinator of the cowboys he did great things yes you know? and, and obviously when you, when you become a head coach i think he gets a you know Obviously, he didn't take them to the next level, and right. you know, but you know, I feel like he got a lot of flack, and you know, he didn't have the control too that he he probably could have, especially calling plays and stuff. But uh, and when you got Jerry Jones, you know, Jerry he's Jones didn't much, get he's too much sometimes. He, he didn't get along with Jimmy Johnson, and Jimmy Johnson got in two Super Bowls. I mean, he fired uh, you know Tom Landry, you know. Yes. So you know, I I think people you know they like to trash on on uh, on Jason Garrett, but that job's. That's a hard job, especially when, you, when the owner is the GM, too. Like, and you gotta that, that you know that that dynamic is that's a horrible dynamic, and it's, yes. it's no re, it's and it's a reason why they haven't been to uh, an NFC championship since they won the Super Bowl in what ninety five. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. So man, man, know. that was twenty five years ago. Yeah, that was oh. a long time ago. Those glory days, uh, you know, and and we're just talking about an NFC championship game, not even yeah, a Super yeah. Bowl. I'm yeah. just talking about to get to an NFC championship game. It's been since ninety five. So you know, that's a lot of pressure. And you know, like I said, he didn't he didn't get full control. And then you know, so I think he gets a, a kind of an unfair rap. But you know, I'm excited to have him aboard. I think he's going to do great things with Daniel Jones, and uh, you know, he has abundance of talent. You know, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully he can, you know, get that offensive line working. I mean, he had a tremendous offensive line in Dallas. You know, obviously they drafted, obviously, great. You know, they had like four pro bowlers on their line. We don't have that. We're not close. But uh, maybe he could just find, you know, uh, cohesiveness and just just have a, you know, build this line to be solid. So I'm excited to have him aboard. I think this is tremendous for Daniel Jones. It may suck if Daniel Jones takes the next level, and then he's got to have another new offensive coordinator. But it, it hopefully, you know, that means that Daniel Jones is is ready to just, you know, it doesn't matter who comes in, he can just right, do his right. thing. So hopefully, that's the case. But Jason Garrett, I think, is a tremendous addition to this team. And you know, I think Joe Judge. You know, uh, I've been on and off with Joe Judge. You know, he's been, uh, you know, uh, I, I just 
it feels like all these New England guys come in and try to run, you know, how the Belichick way and the Belichick way doesn't really. I mean, Tom Brady got tired of the Belichick way. Gronk got tired of Belichick way, and they were winning Super Bowls. Yeah, uh, it gets tiring. So I mean, when you come to a new team, it's hard to implement that style when you know mm-hmm. Belichick can do it because it's his, it's his style. If he's been doing it for twenty years, then it's been a success. So Joe Judge is something you know. Not naming starters and saying that, you know, guys like, you know, Saquon's got to fight for a job. I didn't like that. Like, Saquon's a starting running back. Come on now. You know, Dan Jones is a starting quarterback. Come on. All right. You know, I know it's coach, coach, sometimes it's too much coach talk. Like, uh, you know, it's all an open competition. No. Daniel Jones is a starting quarterback. Saquon's a starting running back. You, you know, the guys are starting. You know, you don't have to do all that. But, you know, uh, hopefully he can come in and, and, uh, and uh, implement, uh, you know, just get back to Giants football. And that's that's what we look for. But uh, he's he's hired some solid coaches. He's definitely hired some solid coaches. So uh, I'm 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 just waiting to see how. I'm just anxious to get sports to, to see how this team will look on the field, at least for you know training camp. So uh, it's it's oh, it's going to be interesting to see how this team uh, works. You know what with, with Joe Judge? One thing quickly about him, and then I'm going to ask you one thing about the Knicks. This was not planned, but hey, man, we got time. Man, you're going to try and mess up my night even more talking about them. Come on now. I talk about them enough. I get sad enough talking about them, bro. Man, when I come on, if you said that, yeah, you tricked me. You tricked me. You tricked me, Jay, bro. All right. Hey, I get these thoughts in my head, man. Sometimes I, I got to run with them, man. Oh, now, with Joe, man. All right. With Joe Judge, um, and if, he, if people don't know, me and Chris are cool. Like, it, <laughs> I'm sure when I come, if I come on his again, he may throw a curveball at me that it just doesn't hit me right. I get a little upset, jokingly, but. Um, it's sports, man. We got to have fun with it. But one thing I noticed about Joe Judge, um, two things. One, he has been under Nick Saban or Bill Belichick since 2009. That's insane. I mean, for 11 years, okay, let's say 10 years. For 10 years of your coaching career, you have been with two of the best coaches at their level. Saban in college, Belichick. I don't know another better. I don't know better NFL football coach other than, other than uh, Bill Belichick, honestly. But then also, he's at the whole entire time. He's been with the special teams, either special teams assistant, special teams coordinator. Last year, he went between wide receivers coach and special teams coordinator. So I am very curious. Now, his first opening press conference, he kind of won the press conference, but that's a press conference. I want to see him week four, week five, week six, week seven, once the pressure starts hitting, once that – you know how it is that New York media starts being exactly how the New York media is going to be. I'm curious to see how he handles the pressure. We saw Josh McDaniels. I'm going to bring this up because I was not very happy. Josh McDaniels said, I'm going to take yeah. the coach job. And then he dipped. Joe Judge, sir, you got the shield of a Saban and a Belichick when they had all the pressure. Right now, the light is on you. And, Chris, I know you and all the Giants fans are very curious how this man's going to be under pressure. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a test. I mean, obviously, like you said, uh, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, those are those are big-time coaches. And he even looks like he he's – he coached under them. Just the way he, he presents himself, <laughs> he presents himself like a he look. He looks like an under undercover cop. Yeah, uh, a lot yeah. Of the time. he's got that look, like that stern, serious look, and you know that could rub people off. So, you know, like we said, like I said before, you can't run that style just because you were, you were you were part of those styles. It works for Nick Saban at Alabama, you know, and it works for Belichick in New England. As we've seen, a lot of those the tree, the the Saban tree. And the Belichick tree, they try to do their own thing, and it don't work out because it doesn't work everywhere else. So I just hope he he doesn't try to just make this all, you know, try to make it the New England way and stuff. Do it do it a way that you know 
that's that's going to be that's going to adapt to the you know to the player because obviously it's we're in a different time, a different athlete. Today's athletes a lot different from from the previous generation. You know? Yes, sir. So so you got you got you have to adapt. You have to adapt, or, you know, or else you know we'll be looking for a new head coach in two years, and you'll be another Belichick coach that failed. You know, uh, and we've seen a lot of that. We've seen a lot of failed Belichick coaches, and uh, you know it's. You know, I just hope he comes in and just, you know, doesn't try to be a dictator and just, you know, just lets his – because obviously he's a special teams coach. So, you know, he's not coming in, you know, it's not like an offensive coordinator or defense coordinator and you know his style. Yeah. Type of st- we don't know what type of style. He's, right. You know, I don't know what type of – how the team's going to look, how the offense is going to look. Is it going to be on tempo? Or are they going to be more slow-paced? I don't know. I don't know how the defense is going to be – you know, how their front's going to be. They're going to run a lot of multiple, you know, three, four. They're going to run a lot of cover two. I don't know. You know, uh, I don't know if he's going to do the same thing with Bel- as Belichick. But Del- Belichick does a lot of different things, you know, defensively. You know, uh, so I really don't know how to judge him, no pun intended. I don't know how. I like that. Know, I, yeah. I like that. No, no don't, don't, you know, uh, so it's, it's man, it's going to be interesting to see, you know. But I just hope it, we don't have to get, you know, uh, we're not in the same position two years from now because he just did too much. No, I'm looking right now. I, we've had five coaches since 2015. Yeah. That's, that's one a year, man. Including George. So it's pretty okay. much, oh. it's a one a year. You know, oh so he's, he's our fifth straight, you know, it feels like the fifth straight, you know, uh, with a different coach. So, you know, I just, we need continuity. We just need, we just need a uh, stability. And like the next team that you're unfortunately you're going to talk about, it's the same thing with them. Stability, you know. It feels like the Giants took looked at the Knicks. It's like we could do that, but we could do it worse. And, and it feels like you know, it, it's been rough. It's been rough. But hopefully, Judge can you know come in and do his thing. Because Shermer, Ben McAdoo, man, they they were they were bad. So uh, hopefully, Judge is not you know another you know one of those guys where they're, they're done in two years. So you know, it, it's gonna be interesting to see. I just don't know what. It's weird because you don't know what philosophies he's going to run. You don't know uh, off- like Jason Garrett. It would, you would you know what type of offense he could run. You could you get a better you know uh, feel of how he's going to run the team. Right. Like Joe Judge, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to want to run the ball thirty times, thirty five times a game, and run Saquon to the ground. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see how he how uh, he works with these guys. See. Chris, I'm not even going to bring up any Knicks slander. I'm not going to talk <laughs> trash about the Knicks. None of that stuff at all. I'm going to actually – the draft's coming up, and y'all have a, a chance to get a good player. I'm just going to ask you, what player do you see being the best fit for the Knicks in the draft? That's real a realistic fit. See, I could have I could have gone back and started talking <laughs> trash and said the Knicks are horrible, the yeah. Knicks have been embarrassing. James Dolan. See, see, I could have done that, man. But I'm trying to be a nice guy, Chris. The draft coming up, man. I think it's going to be October. I think is the draft. I, I, I my yeah. dates are all off, uh, man. I think August twenty fifth is the lottery. Okay, and then I think right after the the finals, I think like a week later, is the is the draft. Okay, I believe if, okay. If, I, if I remember, but yeah, it's it's. I know it's right after the uh, the the finals, but the lottery is the twenty fifth, so we'll know what pick they'll have. So I think you can get a better feel of a. Uh, because this draft all over the place, man. It's, it is. It is. It's. I said this before. Like, your number one player could be someone else's like 18th player. I've seen so many different. I. I that's why I like to see all these guys. Uh, you know, and, and check out. You know, who they think they like. Because you may like one guy, you know, Lamelo Ball, and but at one, and then but people have Lamelo at 10. Yeah. 
you know, Killian Hayes, same way, you know, uh, Obi Toppin, you know, same way. People, I've had see people have him number one and have him at 16. This draft's it's such a wide range draft yeah, that yeah. it's, 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 and, and, but as far as the Knicks and who's, who's a best player, they need a point guard. They need a point guard. They haven't had a point guard in a long, long You think of LaMelo you know. Ball? You think of RJ Hampton? What are you thinking, man? Uh, you know what? I wasn't crazy about LaMelo. I, I okay. worried about all the all the other factors besides his game. I feel like yeah, the, yeah. his in-game stuff can all be worked on if he wants it because he's very lackadaisical. He could be tough to coach. Yeah. But he's supremely talented. That's for sure. He can score. He's a tremendous passer. I think I don't think people give him enough credit for his passing. He could, he's, he's, he's growing. He, I mean, he went from being a peanut to being a six-foot-eight. Correct. You know, so his vision, his vision is tremendous. And, you know, that, you know, I know it comes with a lot of bag. I know it comes with a big ball of brand and, and, and uh, a certain, a certain uh, LeVar ball will come in. And, you know, New York City, man, we got so much, so much press here that the, the cameras and, and the microphones will be pointed at him. And that could be, that's the one issue that I have that is that all that other stuff. Right, and right. And how that can affect the team. And, and you know, the coaches don't want to deal with that. They don't. And they don't want to be questioned about their job and questioned about how they're coaching and all that. So, but, you know, we're already, I'm like, you know what? This team's already a circus. Why not add, why not add another element to our circus? Yeah. And let's get them. And hopefully, you know, we can get some vets that could, that could help him out and take him to the next level. Cause he's, to me, he's the best player in the draft. You know, I was a big Obi Toppin guy, still like Obi Toppin. I think he's tremendous, but. And when you take someone number one, you're taking someone who's going to be great now, but also you think that they're going to be an all-star Hall of Fame type player. You take someone number one, you think that they're going to change the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Melo can possibly be that guy. I say he's a tremendous passer. You know, pick and roll with him and Mitch and him and RJ can possibly be a tremendous one-two combo. Yeah. It, it can excite me, but, you know, it all depends where we draft. You know, if we're, if we're outside the top three, probably not going to get them. But if the NBA guys bless us, like they didn't do last year, and I get Zion, which so <laughs> torments me that I, you don't you don't understand how upset I was. I was I don't know if he. Could I, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even care about Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I was like, give me Zion, and I'm happy. But obviously, <laughs> didn't happen. But I don't want to think about the past anymore. It hurts. But, yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully we, we we you know they get the one one pick and we take Melo and you know we'll take it from there. I like Killian Hayes also. I think he's he's true. You love Killian Hayes. I love Killian Hayes too. I think he's, you know, I love his game. You know, he's got to work on his right. He's very but I feel like all all his, all his flaws are some all things that can be easily fixed. And right. I think he's a, right. he's a potential all-star type player. But this, there's a lot of good guards in this draft and the Knicks got to get one. Tyrese Halliburton's another good one. I like a lot, you know, um uh, Max, he's a good one. Uh, RJ Hampton, you know, he's more of a, a combo, you know, guard. You know, uh, Cole Anthony, you know, bringing him back. You know, pop. You know, you know, Greg Anthony was was a Nick. You know, uh, had some good memories with, with Greg Anthony. Cole Anthony was banged up last year. You know, as t- you know, UNC struggled last year, but you know, uh, he's he's a, he's athletic and you know he could score too. So you know, there's a lot of good guards, but I think they're all in on Lamelo, and I think they're going to try to figure out a way to get. They got they got. They got an extra first round pick, but they got to move up to 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 get him. I think that's what they'll do. Uh, I think they want Lamelo. They want that star, that big time star. He has a lot of star power, so kind of like how Zion is, where he just is, Zion just got star appeal. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. just he's just a superstar already. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got star. You know, he just ticket sales and all. Not that the Knicks 
need to sell tickets, but he's just box office. Right. And, and Zion's box office, and they missed out on him last year, and they, hopefully they, they, they get their box office guy and just, you know, even if we're bad, at least we'll, 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 we'll look good. We'll play, you know, we'll look, we'll look sexy, you know. That's <laughs> what you need. You know, at least we got too many, you know, too many, you know, we play bad and then we look bad, and that just makes it worse. At least when you got, you know, uh, you know, some good players who are, look, are exciting, it, we could take the losses. But, you know, as long as we – you know, look exciting and have some guys that, that make us have hope. You know, uh, last year felt like it hopeless. It really felt like we're never going to be good. Like, I, it, was, it was so sad. Like, this, everything just, just – uh, oh, man, Jay, you bring it back. Man. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I don't want to talk about it. But, yeah, let's hope we get Lamella. I'll keep it. I don't want to talk about the past no more. That's why I make sure – that's why I make sure on my show I don't talk about the off season because it's just – I remember each day, and I have I have Nets fans as, as friends. I yeah. have a couple of Nets fans as friends, and the day free agency happened, and I knew that they were not, they would. He lives one of my buddies uh, used to live across the street from me, and his parents are still there. And he, he called me. He was like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I'm like, "Yo, leave me alone." He's, and he just looked, and then I go outside. He's looking. They're all wearing the Nets stuff, and they're just like, "Hey, buddy, what's going on?" I was like, "Shut <laughs> up." Like, yeah, at least you got Zion. They're like, oh, they're like, oh no, you didn't get him. I was like, shut <laughs> up. But uh, you know, it's 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 being a Knicks fan, man. It's it's not it's not like any other team in the league. It's yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's a love hate relationship. So uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll see we'll what see, how the man. draft happens, man. We'll see. we'll see. We'll definitely see. I try to be optimistic, Chris. Um, optimistic about the Knicks. I, I am believing, not sure why, but I'm believing they'll be better next season than they were over the past five to ten years. Um, I am believing that the Giants will take steps forward in this upcoming season. Chris LeBron, thank you so much. Take some time to let the people know where they can catch you, your podcast. Remind them about some stuff you're doing new from yeah. last time to this time. And if yeah. they want to connect with you via social media, throw that out there as well. Yeah, so off the boat podcast, you can find me. I'm on all all podcast platforms, you know. Uh, so you just go on my anchor profile, and obviously you could click, you know, whatever link will direct you right there. But uh, like I said, uh, all uh, available on all podcast platforms. I'm on YouTube right now too. I I uh, I'll po- I post some uh, some of my my shows on YouTube. That's something new I'm working on, it, and, and definitely trying to spice up the YouTube ch- uh, content a little bit more. So I'm working on that, learning all this video editing. Uh, stuff is so yeah. uh you know i'm doing that uh also on um also on soundcloud also and uh you know you could check out all the links also are available on the off the ball podcast so you can find there I, I write some articles from time to time there you know i put some stuff on there i got some guys also helping me with the site too and uh, uh i got like i said merchandise on the way i'm excited uh shirts hats wristbands i'm excited about doing all that you know so that, that's I'm really excited about that. Can't wait to get that in my hands. And, uh, uh, you know, the podcast, you know, you know, doing, uh, since I last time I was on your show, you know, doing a lot more interviews. Yes. Sir. You know, I, I've done, I, I had, uh, you know, doing some, uh, working on like only like a series where I'm interviewing a lot of draft prospects. I got two guys I already did, uh, one from NIU, uh, Northern Illinois university and, uh, another one from FIU university. Uh, those two interviews are available. Check them out. Because it's not just talking about basketball; it's talking about their journey. And both those guys' journeys to where they've got—you know—one guy was a walk-on and became the the shot-blocking leader in, in the country. Oh wow! College basketball. Another guy was a one scholarship, and he took that one scholarship and became the all-time leading scorer in Northern Illinois history, and uh, first person in his school history to get two thousand points. 
20 points a game his sophomore, junior, senior after not playing much and almost transferred. So the stories with those two guys are fun. And I like to do a lot of stories. I, I also interviewed a author of Michael Jordan, The Life. That was tremendous. I did that. That, that one was – that might be my favorite one because that one, it's very informative. The guy was, you know, he wrote a whole book about Michael Jordan's life from – that's, you know, he talked about his great, great grandparents and all they went through through slavery and just being mistreated, you know, that it's a tremendous, tremendous, you know, he, he was such full of knowledge, but you know, a lot of interviews doing a lot of lo- local, uh, I got a lot of uh, journalists on, especially a uh, Knicks journalist. I've talked a lot, NBA draft guys, uh, draft analysts going to have more of that, going to do more, uh, prospects, uh, NBA draft prospects also. And, you know, just doing, uh, you know, just uh, try to do as much as possible. I got a lot. I got some stuff uh, lined up in the next few weeks, working on some guys that come on the show. So I'm excited about that. So, uh, I'll, uh, so yeah, uh, you can also find me on Twitter and, and Instagram, Off The Ball Pod. Just put Off The Ball Pod, it'll pop up. And on Facebook, I have my Facebook page, Off The Ball Podcast. You clicked on there. And all the information, you'll find me on there. I'm very interactive, on, on especially on Twitter. I'm very interactive. So you can find me there. And you know, uh, all the information will be there. So uh, yeah, man, it's 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 fun, man. I'm excited about everything, man. Uh, it's 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 been a, it's been a fun ride so far. Yes, and like I said earlier today, when Chris and I first started recording, we are all on the same team. We all hear about ESPN, FS1, CBS Sports. They don't really do like the cross promotions and stuff like that. However, I did see Bomani Jones and Nick Wright do a podcast together recently. Check that out. If you, if you, if you, Chris, if you don't watch Bomani, if you don't listen to, to Bomani's podcast, check that out. He blocked Him. me on Twitter. What? He blocked you, me on Twitter a long, like, couple years ago. He said something really dumb. I don't remember. He said something really dumb. He blocked me, so we got beat. But man, I'm joking. I'm joking man, but but, but <laughs> like I said, like oh, those guys, so dumb, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, oh yeah, super cool, super cool. Sometimes they can't cross promote like that. Yeah, but yeah. me, Chris, uh, we had Jeff on. You mentioned Chris Powell. There's a lot of other guys. So we're just yeah. having fun, man. We're having fun. We're helping each other. Chris LeBron, thank you once again for coming on the Jay Stevens podcast. Giants, Knicks, I have hope. I'm optimistic. <laughs> I hope you are too, man. Thanks. I appreciate the time, man. Thanks for having me on, Jay. It's a pleasure, brother. Football in the fall. That sounds good. Especially with what we just went through in our country since, what, March 11th, I believe, when things started to get shut down across the entire country. Football in the fall, just a sound of that sounds so much better than normal. We have had no, no sports at all. No basketball, no baseball. Get it right, guys. No soccer, no hockey, no nothing. No, absolute softball, n- nothing. Little League Baseball, Junior's Little League Baseball team, they may have just started, but they didn't start at their regular date. And football in the fall, man, just the sound of that, just talking football with Chris, it was so much fun and enjoyable. And it has me looking ahead to the fall because I can't wait till football runs whatever is on my television because basically that's what happens during football season. Basketball, I get it. You want to have the NBA Finals in October, okay, great, go ahead and do that. Football is king. There will be a lot of people that will tune into college football or NFL football because football is king. 
And I can't wait for football in the fall. We're going to be having more conversations with some beat writers and uh, some of my friends. Ronnie Roberts going to cut was going to come on soon. He's been on a couple times previously to talk about the Chicago Bears, what we can expect for them looking up into the next season. More football talk, a lot of football talk we're going to have here on the podcast. We'll probably go back to basketball once basketball comes back, but we're going to have a lot of football talk to fill in the gap right now. There's a lot to talk about, but man, if we can look ahead to the fall, why not do that? So that's what we are going to do. Thank you for listening to the episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. If you're not on Twitter, you would love to connect with the podcast. Send your emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that search for new podcasts to listen to to come across this one. Then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this was your first episode or if you have been listening since episode number one, be sure to people know about the podcast. This has been episode 102 of the JC Podcast. I'll see you next time.